Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Better Watch Horror Podcast. I'm your host, Patrick. And I'm Celeste. And as always, we are here to share our love of everything horror. And true crime. We are back. Woo! After a two-week stint. Thank you for all your support on that. We really appreciate it. Um, yeah, it sucks losing a loved one, but sadly, that's life. But anyway, happy to be back. You happy yeah. to be back? Very happy. Very exciting. But speaking of loved ones, oh. that is what we are talking about today. Oh! <laughs> Unintentional. That was, no, that was totally planned. 100% planned. No, it was not. No, it was not. <laughs> it was not. My bloody loved one up there will be like, nah. <laughs> you fucking did that. Sassy woman she was. Yeah. Anyway, yes, we are talking about the Ozploitation film The Loved Ones from 2009. And it's different. Yeah. I'll give it that. It's a very different film. Yeah. Obviously, it's in that big torture porn craze. But, man, I love it so much. I think it's really, really good. It's yeah. up there with one of the better Aussie films that we've covered. Yeah, because there's been a few really bad ones. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's always going to be bad ones. My old man, he was like, oh, when we said we would cover more Ausploitation, he's like, yeah, not going to lie, there's a lot of shit movies out there. Yep. But not this mm-hmm. one. So it was directed and written by Sean Byrne, and it stars Xavier Samuel, who you knew from... Twilight Eclipse. Yeah. He's Riley. Uh, it's also got Robin McLe- McLeavy, sorry, John Brumpton, Richard Wilson, Victoria Thane, and Jessica... McNamee. McNamee, because I was going to say McNamee. <laughs> I'm very bad when it comes to names. We know. It's just my thing. <laughs> Wouldn't be a better watch horror podcast without me fucking up a name. True. Uh, so this has a runtime of 124 minutes. It was released in September of 13th, 2009 at the Toronto International Film Festival and it wasn't released in Australia until November 4th of the following year. That's a that's a long time difference. It is. Like over a year. That's a massive difference. Mm. Especially being an Aussie film, you'd think it'd be here first. Yeah, so uh, weird. But hey, you got to go get over somewhere else, get the awards, make sure it's good and then... Bring it back. Release it to everyone, I guess. Mm. I don't know if this budget is correct. I don't really want to trust Wikipedia. I don't like Wikipedia, you know, being that teacher like, don't steal all your information from Wikipedia because we can tell. Yeah, fair. It said it had a $4 million budget, American. So that's $5.9 million Australian, but it only grossed 358000 That's a big difference. Yeah, but I reckon it was just to- bad timing when yeah, this film probably. came out. So you had movies like Jackass 3D, The Social Network, Paranormal Activity 2, uh, Saw 7 and Eat, Pray, Love were all out at this time. Yeah. So it was contending with a lot of different things. And I think I think I saw marketing might have been another reason as to why it didn't do well as well. But it just falls under that cult classic film now because I talk to a lot of people who have seen this and they're like, I think it's one of the best horror movies I've ever seen, especially in that torture porn craze where we got Human Centipede, um, Hostel was in there as well. But I yeah. think that was way earlier. But Still. most notably Human Centipede and Saw were our two big ones. Yeah. So this movie actually also inspired a true crime. Fancy oh, that. You know, we always seem to find the movies that inspire true crimes when... It's just crazy people. It is crazy people. People take their love for horror movies. Too far. And witchcraft in this fact for this guy, a bit too far. So the guy's name was Gary George. He was 41 and he was convicted of torturing and murdering his best friend, Andrew Knoll, who was 53 at the time. So the only reason it has a connection to this film is because of the way he was, he murdered his mate. Yeah. Was like in the film. It was like 
a said scene in this film, which we will get into. Yeah. So George had inflicted 49 stab wounds into Andrew while also carving a wound into his stomach and also poured cleaning fluid into his eyes. The heck? So George was given at least 30 years of a life sentence for doing that. That's not long enough, to be fair. No, but it never is. Again, as we talked about, just slap on the wrist. I've had a go at the Australian justice system and I'm not having <laughs> We're not another doing that go again. again. If you want to listen to that, I can't remember what episode it was. Was it? I think it was our last true crime one. Was it in that? The Snowtown Murders, I think. I was. Yeah, listen to that. <laughs> Plug in our old e- episodes. Something we've never done before. <laughs> oh, But yeah, but again, before we get stuck into this movie, we just want to thank everyone for the support. We've been waiting and wanting to talk about this film for so well not long just two weeks but it felt long yeah it's been a while and we've missed like posting and seeing basically everyone around the pages and stuff and we appreciate it like we got 300 on tiktok now that was pretty big for us yeah especially when we don't really post on there (laughs) because we struggle yeah but we're getting there but we are getting there but yeah again we just want to say thank you for your support And we love you all, really. That's why we love this horror community. But without further ado, are you ready? Yes, let's get into it. So we are focusing on Brent, who is played by Xavier Samuel. He is a young man that had a terrible accident at the start of this film. So this movie starts out with Brent driving with his old man and they have like that kind of, you can see they have that good like father-son relationship. Like there's even a um, scene where they're talking about how his old man hates his screaming music, which is I think everyone who is into that type of music has had that conversation with their family. Yep. I know I have. Like I grew up on ACDC, Metallica, Aerosmith, Led Zeppelin, like bands like that because my old man loved them. Same. And then I kind of ventured off into listening to like Slipknot and Parkway and Amity, all those types of bands. And every time I'd try to play it to my dad, I remember I tried to play him a System of a Down song. It was Prison Song on their Toxic City album. And he's like, yeah, I hate this screaming shit. Stop (laughs) playing it. Yeah. I remember I tried to play an Amity song, I think for like, I think it was my mum. And oh, I was like, God. you know, I was like, this is a song. There's not much screaming in it. You you might actually like it. And she was enjoying it up until the screaming bit. She's like, loved, I just cannot. Loved Aaron singing. <laughs> hated Joel's screaming. Yeah. And I was like, look, I'll take what I can get. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was not the case with my family. They're like, it's that typical, like, how can you hear what they're saying? Like, what are they saying? I can't even understand it. It's like, I read lyrics, so yeah. I know what they're singing. And then if it's it's more meaningful that way, I feel like, rather than like... That's why I like metal music so much, because yeah. it's meaningful. It's not like pop songs nowadays, or except for Jack Black's Peaches off that Super Mario movie. <laughs> it's been stuck in our heads all day. We get to see it tonight. I'm so excited. Well, tonight of recording. Yes. We, <laughs> we finally go into the movies to not see a horror film. I'm so excited. <laughs> I think everyone is. <laughs> Once we heard it was good, I was like, I have to go see it. Yeah. It's going to be nice. It's weird. <laughs> okay. Back to the movie. Sorry. No well, tangents to that. Oh, sorry. Ish. We've already done like three. Oh, well, too bad. You get what you're given. <laughs> you don't get upset. <laughs> what are you laughing about? You. Oh, okay. Well. Come on. Let's go. Uh, so what happens as they're driving the car? Brent's old man is hiding the fact that he's smoking and he's like telling Brent like, oh, don't actors like your mother doesn't try and do this in front of you as well and as he looks up there's a young man standing in the middle of the road all covered in blood and he warns brent about him but 
as Brent tries to swerve because of that gravel on the road, the car kind of like turns Tokyo drifts and then sadly goes into a tree, which we find out later killed his father. Yeah. So he's a bit messed up. So yeah, you already know the mental state of what Brent is. And like when you see him after six months, because this movie set takes place six months after. Yeah. Um, you can see he's got the bags under his eyes. He's doing drugs. He's doing al- like he's drinking, doing alcohol. He's drinking and he just, he looks worse for when doesn't know how to express his feelings, yeah. which like I kind of connect with that character because that was me at some point. Yeah. So yeah, we head to his school. We meet Jamie, his uh, best friend who's like, hey, have you got alcohol? Have you got drugs for the after party after prom? Which prom is a weird thing because it's not Australian. No, we have formals here. <laughs> yeah, so we all have an end of year formal. Mine was in year 10 for some reason. Yeah, mine wasn't in year 12. Mine was in year 10. So weird. Yeah. Well, our schooling's different to America. They True. Like, what are they... I don't even know. I can't. Primary, elementary, middle, high, or something like that, or other way around. Elementary is primary. Like oh, elementary is primary. Well, so I feel like theirs is broken up into like three. So elementary is like our like prep to year four. Yeah. And then their middle school is like year five to year eight. Yeah. And then their high school is like year nine to year twelve. And then college, whereas ours is prep to six. And then seven six, to twelve. Seven to twelve, and then if you can get to university, good on ya. If you can't, it's all right. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> we're not as, in that second like, category. You watch <laughs> another tangent. You watch like American movies, and I don't know if it's like real over there, but they like force college. Like it's like you have to go to college to get a good job. You have to do this. Whereas here, you could drop out at year ten and go into a trade. Yeah, but and you're shut make, on. You are shut on, but then you shit on them because you're making. Bank. Double what they're making. <laughs> True. Well, um, I mean, in my school, we were like basically told if you don't do VCE and you do like VCAL instead, or if you don't go to uni, like you're a shit person and you're bringing down the name of the school. Mm. Well, I dropped out of so, VCE. Sorry. I dropped out of VCE. I wasn't smart enough. Well, I didn't have that option. <laughs> no, I got given that option. <laughs> I, they were like, I remember when I asked to go on a VCE and my teacher was like, are you sure? Because <laughs> I was... I wasn't paying attention. Yeah. And I was like, no, I really want to do it. Uh, But this was when I was like, I'm going to be a musician. (laughs) You know, (laughs) that didn't pan out, did it? (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, let's get back into it. So we get like this little scene where a girl's walking up the hallway and it's kind of like that. I straight away think of 2006 comedies where it's like the music's playing and it's slow-mo and oh my God, this good looking girl is coming down the hallway and Jamie's like, oh. Like so stupid. Fucking in love. So stupid. So he goes to ask her out. She says yes. He's all excited. Also, another thing in this conversation, he talks about how Brent should take the advantage of Holly's parents not being in uh, the country. Yeah. And that he should sleep with her because they haven't done that yet. Oh, no. The um, horror. And he goes, do you have a raincoat, which is a condom? <laughs> so stupid. I've never heard someone say a raincoat. Really? Nah. <laughs> I really haven't. I've, been, I've heard rubber. Oh, yeah. Rubber's probably the biggest, bigger one I've heard. Mm. Anyway, um, so, yeah, they end their conversation as he shuts his uh, locker door. This is where we meet Lola, and Lola's like this shy little girl. Bad vibes. Just saying. You got bad vibes straight away. Like, there's just something about her that I was like, I'm getting a weird tummy because she's, I just have bad vibes. <laughs> and I was correct. Yeah. Well, we'll. Tell him about yes, that. Yes, yes, eventually. Eventually. But 
anyway, yeah. Um, Lola comes to ask Brent to the dance and he says, no, I've already, I'm already going with Holly. Who's his girlfriend? Yeah. So Lola's a dumb bitch because why would you ask someone to the dance if they are dating someone? Uh, You're just going to get rejected. Yeah. I don't Honestly. Know. Stupid oh, Lola. You miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Get out. <laughs> no. Get out. No, I'm not. <laughs> so as Brent comes out of the school, this is where we meet Holly. She's just gotten her driver's license and Brent mentions that someone asked her asked him to the dance and this is when then we cut to they're getting hot and heavy in holly's car and she's like trying to like see who asked brent out he's like i'm not telling you so she's like stripping off clothes trying to tease him and when she takes his top off we see he's wearing a razor blade necklace and he's got scars on his side so means he's been self-harming because of the accident yeah which understandable like you don't know how to deal with that you don't feel like you have anyone to talk to, so yeah, you lead to extreme measures, sadly. And there's like a, it kind of focuses on it, and then bang, being back to hot and heavy. She's still trying to figure out who asked him. He's still not asking. And when she goes to perform, I'm not going to say on him because <laughs> the last time we tried to record this, you laughed at me because of the way you said it. But we <coughs> all can guess what happens. Yeah, he puts his hand on the window. And as he moves it, you can see Lola, the creeper, just fucking looking at him. Exactly. See? Strike one. Strike one. Actually, no. Strike two, technically. Strike two. One for asking him out when she should know she he has a girlfriend. And two for watching him try to have sex. Yeah, it's gross. So, Holly drops him off back home. This is where he finally tells her, hey, Lola Star, or Lola Stone, sorry, asked me. And she makes a joke about how she should take... Someone else. Someone else. Cuts to the people who got the soundtrack for this. I was was very, very happy when I heard Parkway Drive music in this. Yes. Very, very happy. Like, we're keeping an Aussie, which is awesome. Uh, Yeah, extra good. And also my little metal heart going, yes. (laughs) Love this song. But, yeah, this is the scene where we find out in that car accident Brent's father had passed away and his mum doesn't really want him to get into another car. Just in case there's Just another Just in case accident. she's trying to push, hey, I'll pay for a cab. You can go to the dance well, that way. she's extra nervous because Holly only just got her licence. Yeah. Which I understand. Yeah. But. um, As every parent would be. Yeah. My mum was the same. I wasn't allowed in the car with anyone who was on their red peas. Wow. Well, Probably a good thing. Being my birthday was earlier than most of my mates. I was the one driving everyone. Probably a bad idea. Yeah, very. You're a bad driver. <laughs> yeah, no, look, I'm not going to put past that. <laughs> but yeah, and then he storms out of the room and he grabs that necklace as he's walking down the road and he grips tight onto it so he cuts his hand. Yeah, so he goes to like this sort of cliff face just to sort of have a moment to himself and um, it, it, it sort of looks like he's going to jump. He's and having, you, like, this freeing moment. So he's, like, holding on and he's, like, leaning back. And you having think this he's like, going to let go, though. Yeah, you think he is, but he almost slips. Yeah, and then you realise that he d- he's not actually trying to no. kill himself, which is good. I love the cut-betweens in this film. So, like, when he gets up to the cliff face, he starts listening to music. He's obviously smoking weed. His mum's... Like, we cut to his mum smoking a cigarette to then him smoking weed. Yeah. Like, all the editing choices in this it's film really are amazing. And then we get to this part where it's back and forth, which I've said about three times, and sh- his mum's about to call him, and that's when he gets grabbed. So you can hear, like, because he's listening to music, you hear, like, the distant barking of the dog that he's taken with him, yeah. his dog. 
that I found that really cool because you're listening to like this massive guitar riff just playing over and then the distant like dog bark dog bark to then he's been taken and his mum's trying to call him going straight to voicemail and all that type of shit yeah and then we cut to Jamie picking up Mia who was the girl he asked out which I don't I feel like it's a bit pointless. Yeah, it's we don't need these scenes with those two. Like, it doesn't no, mean like, anything, really. I think it's just there for comedy relief. Yeah. Like, this movie is pretty heavy. Yeah, but anyway, so Jamie's just really awkward. Yeah. And Mia's dad is a police officer. Yeah, he's the constable of the town. Yeah, and they have a dog who is sniffing out joints. On Jamie. Yeah, he had he had weed in his Yeah. So where his nuts were and his Well and it's in his pockets. Yeah, well oh yeah, true. And then um the dog goes to sniff it, the dad's like, Hey, stop doing that and And like, everyone knows. But yeah. they were just trying to avoid it. Yeah. Cause it when we cut back to them another time in the movie, Mia asked, Hey, have you got that weed on you? Because I yeah. want to have a smoke. And he's like, Oh yeah, that's why your dog was sniffing my nuts and she's kinda like, Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's not, they're not stupid. Like there was one part of their thing that was pretty funny. And I think it was when, we'll we'll just talk about them now because there's no point mentioning them later. Because yeah, as we said, they just don't add to the story. They're just there. Nah. There's a part where they've been drinking a lot. They're not really at the dance. They're just in the car park, listening to tunes, drinking, smoking, thinking, oh, they're going to hook up. Then they don't. And then as they get into the dance, Mia's like fucked up. She yeah. is gone. And then he starts, she starts to like grab him on the dick. And um, oh, how I know, else, how I know, else do you explain really that? He, she was caressing the front of his pants. <laughs> Stop being a weirdo. Do you want me to say it like that? No, just keep <laughs> exactly. going. Let's go um, past this. And she's like yelling at other women for staring at her. She's like, what the fuck are you looking at? And the teacher like stops him to be like, hey. Don't do that. Like, if like, you're going to do this, If you're going to do go it, go do it on school, out of school property. Yeah. And then they head to the car and then they, like, fuck. And then there's a really cool scene later in the film where one a particular character walks out the house and you're like, oh, fuck, is it going to be him? And then it's just a teacher being like, I told you to fuck off, Yeah, basically. like, when I said off the school property, I meant off the school property, not in the car park. Or no, yeah. like the school oval or something. Yeah. I think they were on the oval. Yeah. But anyway, it was funny. But yeah, they just didn't really need to be there. Yeah. But I get, you've made up these two characters, you've seen them, you need a story for where they go. But anyway, back to the fun part. We see this, the ute that Brendan been put, picked up in, stop off at this house. And we see the guy that's taken him, come out of the car. And then we see Lola. And she's like, you've ruined it, daddy. Like he's dead. And you're like, oh, fuck. Yeah. And he's like, no, no, I haven't. Like, he's still breathing. Like, he's all right. And she's like, oh, that's good. And my God, I will never, ever, ever. Like, I joke about singing this song so many times. Never again after this movie. (laughs) Am I not pretty enough? It plays so much. (laughs) It's Lola's theme song. It's Lola's theme song. What's the name of it? It's Am I Not Pretty Enough? Oh, I swear it is. Hold on. Let you look Google that up, but I'll keep talking. So, yeah, literally they've just taken Brent so Lola can have her own little end of year dance. And she's, like, getting ready. Her dad comes in with, like, a 
pink dress and pink high heels. And as he's about to leave, she's like, no, daddy, I want you to look and see how I look in it. And you just get these camera shots of Lola's ass and you're like, what in the Pornhub fuck is this shit? Yep. She's literally in her bra and undies and the, it with looks her dad. like he's getting turned on a hundred percent it was so i've ne- like i think i got up from the couch to this point and i was like i just need a minute there's <laughs> some incest shit right here oh so gross <laughs> she goes do i look pretty and he's like beautiful as the day i met you i was like, <laughs> <laughs> like get, get the fuck out of here dude <laughs> so this is where brent wakes up you can see he's been tied down to a chair. Lola's just looking at him. Well, you see the dad at first and then Lola just peers in through the side. Yeah. And you can see this other woman with him. Yeah. Who's got like this hole in her head and just looks out of it really. Yeah. I thought she was dead at first, but then I was like, mm, I feel like she's breathing, mm. but shouldn't be. Another nostalgia thing, which I told you about, well, I asked you about it. You see like the old white and red hot food boxes. From like your chicken or fish and Yeah, your charcoal shop. chicken shop, like back in the day. Iconic. It's so good. It got me so excited about food that day. <laughs> so what happens is Lola gets up, sits on Brent's lap, and she asks for a photo. And um, the old man's like, oh, yeah, well, yeah, no worries. But he's getting jealous. He like is, the dad is jealous. He's getting hardcore jealous. It was so gross. Um, and he's like, happy end of school year dance, like say that. And she's like, no, that's too long. He's like, all right, just say happy. She's like, happy. And Brent's like, what the fuck am I doing here? Yeah. And then um, then they grab, which they call this character, Bright Eyes. Yeah. And as they're about to take the photo, you can see Lola grab her by the back of the head. And as the photo's taken, she pulls down her hair. She screams and the old man goes, um, oh, it's only just a flash. Nothing to be scared of. I was like, fuck off. I was like, you guys are. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, I know. I don't care. Oh, well. But you're just like, these two are just all types of messed up. Yeah, there's something wrong with them. And when they're trying to force feed bright eyes with the chicken. Like, I oh wanted to vomit. God. Even with Brent when she's like, it's finger licking good, isn't it? <laughs> and he's like, they're like, nah, I'm not saying a fucking word. I want to get the fuck out of here. And yeah. she's just getting more and more pissed. Because as not the old man grabs like this hammer to like intimidate him. And she's, he like hits it on the table and she's like, it's finger licking good, isn't it? And he's like, yeah. Yeah. But also they, um, they end up getting, was it bleach or something? Yeah. The they inject him with bleach, which a serial killer actually did. I can't remember his name, but yeah, Brent so actually would- only has 27 minutes of dialogue in this whole film. So he did pretty well considering just to act bodily. Yeah. Physically, that's the Physically. word. Physically. <laughs> Bodily. <laughs> One of the scenes that, like, it gets me, and I think it'll get every man, is when he asks to go to the toilet. And she's like, oh, okay, yeah. Ones or twos. <laughs> I was pissing myself. You need to go one. Ones or twos. And she, like, obviously pulls his dick out and she skulls the glass of milk that she had and puts his dick in it. She's like, go. And he does nothing. And so she's like. If you don't go. Dad's going to put a nail in your pee-pee. Yeah. She goes, if you, well, first she goes, were you telling porky pies? She's, she's crazy. This chick is fucking mental. (laughs) She's mental. And then she goes, um, if you don't pee 
in the next 10 seconds, daddy's going to nail it to the chair. And yeah, as a man, I was like, oh no, like (laughs) fuck no, get the fuck out of this. And she's like counting down. And as like the countdown gets closer, the old man puts the nail on it. And then he's like about to whack it. And he goes. Yeah. I was like, if that was me, I was gone. Oh, it would have been already in my pants. <laughs> Before they got to the class? Oh, yeah. Also, this is where the old man grabs the hammer and goes, I killed your dog with this. Yeah. Arsehole. Yeah. Anyone who kills dogs in movies? Stupid. Yeah. So the only way the mum and Holly find out that Brent is like not like picking up the phone he's missing well the mum goes to see where he usually goes to didn't get an answer and then holly gets to the door with her mum with brent's mum right behind her and then they see the dog like limping towards them and you get like this sad scene of like holly trying to drive the dog to go get help and it just dies beside her yeah that's when you're like i hope this this dies stop it no i'll let it whatever i want out okay as you said anyone that kills dogs is well you say bitch and i'll say the other word okay but that's okay so as this happens she's like as we go back to the pissing scene she goes oh it's crying so uncomfortable and then she says she'll kiss it better and as she goes down and then comes back up she goes oh bite it off so that bitch can't kiss it any longer and this is where brent like kicks her down, gets free because he had that razor blade necklace. Yeah. So he like sawed off the rope or something or yeah. cable ties or whatever it was and on his hands. Yeah. And he gets outside and the old man tries to go back outside to find him. Um, he hops in his car, Brent's hiding underneath it. And he would have been all sweet if it wasn't for the old man reversing and seeing him in the flat, in the headlights. Yeah. So they go on like this little chase scene because, you know, we love little car chase (laughs) scenes in Aussie horror films. Just look at Wolf Creek. Yeah. He eventually gets up to this tree and the dad crashes the car into the tree. Then gets mad at Brent for him crashing the tree. Yeah. And then they just start piffing rocks at him because Lola runs out with a flashlight and the old man's like piffing rocks, getting nowhere near him. (laughs) And then Lola's like, let me try. Cracks him in the head. Cracks him in the head. He falls straight onto the bonnet, then onto the ground. And then as they get back in and he's like setting him back up, the old man takes his shoes off and then hammers his feet in yeah. with a knife. Ugh. The squelching noises. And then he screams because they're like fucked from the bleach. Yeah. Oh, gross. It's gross. But, like, this is Lola then sits on him and she's like, cry. And he's not crying. Yeah. Because I was like, I bet you it's that thing that he's felt more pain than this. So why the fuck does he But he also doesn't want her to have the satisfaction. Yeah. He just, the old man keeps hammering away. He's like, what the fuck? Yeah. And then we go back to Holly and she's with Brent's mum and they're trying to, like, comfort each other. Yeah. And they they end up talking to the constable yeah mr valentine that's the only name we get i don't think you get his first name doesn't matter but it's mr valentine but um to be like he's missing we need to try find him yeah and all he found was his ipod and his phone that was smashed up cliff face or whatever yeah and um when we get back to the crazies lola has this stupid scrapbook with pictures of oh, all of these dude, boys i love this i love this that she's so done much. this too yeah so and she, she's going through showing brent like this one like he was my favorite of oh, this one he was mean to me this one pissed himself yeah and it was 
I felt so uncomfortable. Well, and then when you get to the the last one, the last one's him. It's the one before. Oh yeah, I meant the one before which him. I took his name down. It's Timmy Valentine was the oh, boy's name. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because it's me as so, brother. So yeah, because later in the film, when they still haven't found Brent, Mister Valentine goes back to his house, and the mum is like in tears, like why can't you find this boy? And then he looks over at his bedside table, and you see the photo of Timmy, and you're like. Oh, fuck. And then you realise he's the kid from the start of the movie. Yeah, he's the kid that caused, well, didn't, well, yeah, he caused the accident. Yeah. He's the one that was walking down the road that Brent almost hit. Yeah, I was like, oh, fuck, that's so cool. Yeah. Like, I love it how it intertwined like that. Yeah, it was amazing. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, This is where Lola declares that she's ready to draw on him now. Yeah. And it's fucked up. Like, you get back to him and she's got, like, there's a bloody fork. Then you see Brent's kind of out of it. Goes back. Lola's, like, bloodied hand. Yeah, she's just, she's covered in blood. And the old man's like, you get better every time with this, darling. And we get this wide shot and you just see a love heart with the arrow and LS in the middle just carved into his torso. Yeah. Oh, this bitch is fucking crazy. But, like, she took inspiration from Jeffrey Dahmer. Like, this chick is loosely based off of that dude. Yeah, because she's sadistic as fuck. Oh, she's just fucked up. Do you love the scene where, like, they're by himself and the old man's like this and the queen of the dances, Lola Star, and she's, like, freaking out that she's won? Oh, my God. And then, like, they're trying to... um. Like she's trying to, is she trying to dance with him at this point? And yeah, then, so and they then, like sit him up, they stand him up where he's standing and she's like dancing with him to that fucking Casey Chambers song. <laughs> and the old man's on like this step ladder, just throwing glitter over the top. Just, ah. It was amazing to it, be fair. <laughs> and he's getting visibly pissed. Like when he was, they were showing the pictures, he's getting visibly pr- pissed because Brent's showing no emotion. Like why the fuck would he? But it's more of the fact that she's in love with all these boys and not in love with her her father in that romantic way let's get to this bit because this is where she's like to brent you're not the prince you're just another fucking frog stamps because she's trying to find her yeah stands on one of the knives in his feet he drops to the ground no he stands does he stand he stands he only drops to the ground because lola asks the old man for a dance and they go over to the other like part of the living room or whatever the fuck it is and she's like this is why i can't find a prince because you're my prince daddy you've always been my prince and they're like about to kiss yeah and this is where brent falls down because he dropped his necklace on Uh, the chair and he tries to pick it up but he just falls back down and they like don't kiss thank god thank fuck yeah i would have been like Who, uh, what the fuck why would you do that no that's a no-no no as i wrote down here that's some pornhub shit right <laughs> there. there that's some pornhub shit because that's what we said at the time we were like what 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 is happening that is it's just <laughs> wrong but yeah and then daddy because that's the name you... of the character <laughs> i was like that's the you... name of the character i know but it makes his me name is daddy that and then this bright eyes lola's in the credits is princess because that's what Daddy calls Lola, but I'll go back to Lola's old man. 
Lola's old man cuts the head off a possum, hands it to Lola, and then we find out there's like this secret door on the floor with like this pit. You just hear the screams or something. You're like, what the fuck? So I thought it was going to be turned into some sort of like mythical movie where there's this like... turned into a creature feature. Yeah, but I meant like some sort of dragon or dinosaur down (laughs) there from those noises. Yeah, and you find out after old man finally gets his like... Gets what he's fucking deserved. Yeah. After he comes back. No, I'm jumping ahead. I apologize. No. They give the whatever's down in the pit, the food, the water. The possum. And then the possum and the water. Then they drill into um, Brett's head. head. And he's like, don't go too far because that'll damage the skull and then you'll kill him. And you're going like, what the fuck is going on? So what happens is they'll drill into his head and they'll pour hot water on it and that'll just null it. That's it. He's done. Yeah, you're brain dead. So I've heard if you hit your forehead too hard, they can change you as a person. Yeah. Is that a real thing? Probably. So, yeah, they drill into his head. Lola's about to pour the hot water on because you hear the kettle go off. Oh, well, she doesn't drill enough. Like, she just can't. No, she drills enough. No, because then her dad has to fix it because she can't do it right. No, no, What happens is she pours the hot water the first time, misses, and gets her old man on the the arm. And then she, like, goes to go again. And she's like, the hole's not big enough. Can you do it? So he, like, what I would do at my own work, like, rings it out a bit. And I'm like, ugh, because you're just hearing squelching noises again. Yeah. I'm, like, good with gore, but, like. This is messed up. This is like hostile. It's just fucked up. Yeah. And um, yeah, then as she goes to do it again, or as the old man finishes, this is where Brent has like cut himself free again and he slashes the at dad. the dad. And he get this cool practical effect of like nose, like past near his ear and it's just open wound. Yeah, it was so good. And Brent, I don't know, it must have just been adrenaline as he's, like, pulling the knives out of his feet, having the drill in his hand as well, and, like, they both charge at each other. Brent throws the drill at the old man's head. He goes down, and then Brent just, with his left hand, just stabs the absolute shit out of him and leaves the knife in there because Lola jumps on top of him to, like, stop him, and then he gets the better of her as he just punches her twice in the head, which yeah. fucking well deserved. It was so again. satisfying. And then, yeah, he pulls the knife out and then Brent throws him into the pit and we just see these, like, creatures, creatures fucking latch onto him and eat him alive, basically. Yeah. And then Lola pushes Brent in and then she screams because... She realises that her dad's down there. Yeah. And then this is where she's just like, now I'm done. Yeah. Like, I'm fucking off the walls, done. So she... Did she grab a... Cha- was it a chainsaw or something she grabs? or like some sort of big weapon and says to Brent, now I'm going to go find Holly and I'm going to kill her. And she grabs a knife. It's a knife. Okay. It's it's one of the knives that she used because as this is happening, Holly's like, like they still haven't found Brent, but this is when Holly remembers that Lola had asked Brent to the dance and she's like Wait, calling I Mr. Valentine Lola. like, fuck, I know where she is. Then the Mr. Valentine gets there and he's like, done in two minutes because as soon as he walks in the door he hears like the muffled screaming of brent because the doors have been closed because mm. lola did that and then he opens him like what the fuck and then lola you can see comes from behind and then just slashes at him oh yeah butcher knife straight to the fucking head dead straight away and also brent has fought off those creatures in there too yeah like he's killed all three of them and like to see that it was the old the boys, boys from that she's tortured she's, and oh, right. oh it was gross it's just rough yeah and then 
yeah, this is where she picks up the knife and she goes, I'm going to go to see your mummy and kill her and stab her in the neck like you did to my daddy. And then I'm going to go break Holly's heart by stabbing her basically because you broke my heart. Yeah. And then she just walks out. Yeah. And Brent, like, this was so smart on his part. He, like, sees, like, a pile of bones because obviously they've killed other people and just fed them. Yeah. And then he uses the five bodies as like a ladder to so get, he can up. get out. So this is, again, she's fucking walking down this damn road singing that Casey Chambers song. Yeah. You hear it about four times. Yeah. Fucking, I can't listen to it ever again without thinking about Lola. It's just a fuck me. And I used to joke sing that song. And now I can't. And now I can't. Bloody horror ruins fun things for me. <laughs> So, yeah, she's walking down the road and you can see from a distance Holly's coming up the other way because they haven't heard from Mr. Valentine. Yeah. So, I don't know whether he's not dead. Yeah. And then she, like, goes to the side of the road and throws her scrapbook at the car. So, obviously, Holly hits that and it stops her. Yeah. In her tracks. And then she opens the door. They have their scuffle, falls out of the car. Holly's running up the road with Lola chasing her. And then coming the other way is Brent in the cop car, just yeah. hightailing it like, fuck yeah. Yeah. And it gets to that point where I like the homage homage to the like start of the movie where it comes to that hill on the road and Holly's like running up and as she gets to the top, that's where Brent is and he swerves, but this time gets back on the straight and then fucking runs over Lola. Oh. So good. And then Holly gets into the car like, Obviously, so I'm happy and just thankful that he's alive. Obviously, not himself ever again. Hard to explain why someone else's initials is fucking carved into his stomach now. That's and a you story just see for later. Lola with the knife leveraging down the road. Yeah. And the practical effects, man. Watching it like the second time, notice that um, her hands disconnected a bit. So mm. you can see the bones from her wrist, her legs broke. Like all the practical effects in this film, awesome. Yeah. And then, yeah, he just backs up, kills her that way. And then this movie ends with uh, him going back home to see his mum. Yeah. Which is nice. Good ending. It is a good ending and for a fucking good movie. Yeah, such a good movie. Oh, I would recommend this to anyone. Yeah. Especially getting into, like, you want to watch an Aussie horror film? Yeah, watch that one. Yeah. And maybe even one we haven't covered yet, but we will. The Babadook. It's right there. It's looking at me in the face. So that's your thing. That's supernatural. But anyway, yeah, I could not recommend this movie anymore. I know someone that we follow, his name is Mark Loves Horror on Instagram. He watched it when we announced that. Well, someone recommended it to him. So he'd like just watched it just as we and were he, watching it too, I think, I think he was even like, what the fuck is this thing? And I was like, I wanted to comment on it, but I was like, yeah, nah, <laughs> I know how you feel, man. Because yeah. it's just a whole bunch of what the fuck. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, that's it from us. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If you do, rate and review us. Yes. We, I want to read some reviews. Yes. I really do. Tell us how we're going. Yeah, please do. That was kind of different. Usually we'd go through the whole thing, but... We're we trying just... to not just retell the story, basically. Yeah, look, I took two and a half hours on the movie because I wrote down everything yeah <laughs> and then realized oh i don't have to talk about everything it's just how it goes but anyway you ready to read out these socials have we forgotten them oh probably give me a sec yeah anyway um so yeah you can follow us on instagram at better watch horror pod and you can also email us at better watch horror pod at gmail.com for any recommendations or just 
again, reviews or tell us if we're doing good, tell us if we're doing shit. Yeah. The usual. <laughs> and we are official BWH pod on Twitter. Yes. And BWH pod on TikTok. Yes. Got um, some fun things planned for TikTok. Yeah, I want to figure out something because there's that Michael Scott meme going around from the office with him holding, holding the speaker up. And I've got to do something for this movie. I even talked to you about it, but I'm going to figure it out. Yeah. Hopefully it comes out the same day this podcast comes out. <laughs> okay, we'll figure it out. We're going to figure it out. But anyway, again, thank you for all your support. We really appreciated all the messages through our two-week break. We're happy to be back. Keep the ball rolling. Boo-boo redo next week. Maybe Ausploitation boo-boo redo. We haven't done one yet. I've got one. We're, we'll get there. Got one. It'd just be me talking about myself, though. Well, then, no. <laughs> Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Because okay. I was very confused for a second. <laughs> Anywho. Anywho. I'll put it up on Instagram as I usually do for what ideas we have, hopefully. And I'm shouting out Ginger Ninja again. Maybe Cabin Fever this time. It's been up about four times. We haven't <laughs> and done no it yet. And no one wants it. No one wants well, it except they do. for me and they Ginger do. Ninja. They do. It's just really close. And then the other option beats it out. Yeah. Anyway, that's it from us. Bye. Bye. Bye.